The fall of Roe v. Wade is already having consequences for patients seeking abortions, but it's also throwing a shadow of uncertainty across the future of fertility treatments, such as in vitro fertilization or IVF. WFPL's Jess Clark has more. Inside the Kentucky Fertility Institute in Louisville, Dr. Robert Hunter points through a window into a lab where Nobel Prize winning science happens daily. But you can see like the um, lab bench, they have their microscopes and do all the high tech embryology stuff. It's here where staff put together patients' sperm and eggs, creating an embryo in the lab. This is a process called in vitro fertilization or IVF. Later, the patient will choose a viable embryo to be implanted in the uterus. IVF has helped millions of people who struggle to conceive children the old-fashioned way. In a room down the hall, there are about a dozen short metal tanks. They look a lot like propane tanks. Inside each one are hundreds of embryos, all frozen in liquid nitrogen. These are our patients' future children. But now there are big questions looming about how clinics may be asked to handle this biological material. The overturning of federal protections for abortion opened the door for many states to pass abortion bans. Many of them, including Kentucky's, point to fertilization as the moment a human being is formed. Kentucky's abortion law only protects embryos inside a person's body. It doesn't explicitly bestow rights on the embryos that are in the fertility clinic's tanks. But the language about when life begins worries Hunter and his patients, since making and discarding extra embryos is part of the process. There are always extra embryos with IVF that is part of what makes it so effective. Clinics create extra embryos to increase the chances of having at least one that's viable in a single round. Each round of IVF is physically and emotionally grueling and can cost up to $20,000. Sometimes patients want extra embryos to make sure they don't pass on genetic diseases to their children. Hunter can test each embryo for genetic mutations and only transfer to the womb embryos that don't have it. The concern would be that um, you know, someone forces us to transfer embryos against our will and against our patient's will. Patients usually ask the doctor to discard the extras that are at risk for the disease. But some conservative Christian legislators, like Republican State Senator Whitney Westerfield, see those embryos as people. That's a human life. I don't like the idea of discarding any of those human lives. Westerfield says he doesn't plan to introduce any bills around IVF. He says he's actually a proponent of IVF and wants it to be cheaper and more accessible. Our son is the product of IVF. He's an embryo that we adopted. We adopted three embryos. By that, Westerfield means he and his wife chose to implant three embryos in her uterus that were extras, donated by another couple. That's what Westerfield says he wants for all extra embryos. I, I wish that, that those could find a place to, to be adopted and have a chance to grow and be loved. There are some Christian and anti-abortion organizations that are entirely devoted to so-called embryo adoption. Adia Wushner with the anti-abortion group Kentucky Right to Life agrees with Westerfield that in vitro embryos are distinct human lives, but IVF practices aren't on her radar either. It's just really not where our focus is right now. Wushner calls the concerns about IVF a scare tactic. 
Of all 13 states that have new abortion restrictions post-Roe, none of them explicitly prevent doctors from discarding embryos, according to the American Society for Reproductive Medicine. But some patients aren't taking any chances. Dr. Hunter says he's already heard from one couple who want to move their embryos out of state, just in case. I'm Jess Clark in Louisville.